I know where you're coming from, Leon. Believe me, I know. I heard your story, and uh, it's something I relate to. But uh, I got to say, if I learned anything, it's that gambling is not your problem. It's not. Not even close. I don't know how to say this without sounding a little rude, but you're a lemon, Leon. Like a bad car, there is something inherently defective in you. And you, and you, and me, and all of us in this room. We're all lemons. We look like everybody else, but what makes us different is our defect. You see, most gamblers, when they go to gamble, they go to win. When we go to gamble, we go to lose, subconsciously. Me, I never feel better or more alive than when they're raking the chips away, not bringing them in, and everybody here knows what I'm talking about. Hell, even when we win, it's just a matter of time before we give it all back. But when we lose, now there's another story. When we lose, and I'm, I'm talking about the kind of loss that makes your asshole pucker up to the size of a decimal point. You know what I mean? You've just recreated the worst possible nightmare this side of malignant cancer for the 20th goddamn time, and you're standing there and you suddenly realize, hey, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. Us lemons, we fuck shit up all the time on purpose because we constantly need to remind ourselves we're alive. Leon, gambling's not your problem. It's this fucked up need to feel something, to convince yourself you exist. Two for the money. All right, bear with me. I'm trying to get a new persona going. Um, let's just say I found a new mentor. He's trying to get me to become a new person. Anyway, hmm, tip top, Tony. Oh, sorry, my uh, phone's ringing. Hello? Hello? What have you done? You told me it was a 100% guaranteed money back. Amir? I guaranteed it. I needed... No, it's Shane. I'm Amir's cousin. Me and him, I was following his tips. And you guys said that it was going to be 100% okay. rate. <laughs> to be honest, To be honest, it was it was a coin flip. Okay? And what? Yes, what do you coin flip? I flipped a coin. Yes, a but actually, no. Point right, system. Techni- technically, yeah. Well, oh, my we God. Just, we just say that. Everything. We say that to sell things. But anyway, we flipped the coin. Well, I didn't flip the coin. I watched a movie, Two for the Money. Well, next thing you're going to tell me you he, put the coin he, in the bathroom he, or something. Like, no, no. You I, watched, I watched Matthew McConaughey flip a coin in Two for the Money. And I went the opposite to what he a goddamn said. Movie. No, but he, I went the opposite of him because I thought he was... I should have finished the movie, but he was right. So if I, thought, if I just finished the movie and not just assume he was wrong, the projection of the movie was his downfall. I did not think it was going to a little upswing at the end. Well, I hope you're happy because... I would record a movie podcast and now I'd have a microphone to go down the cord. Well, with. I don't have any sympathy for you because I know you'll be back. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll be back. You'll be to back gamble again. You wanna, you wanna, what, what, what you lost Monday, but what you lost I'm on lemon, the weekend. You're trying to tell me. I'm just a goddamn. You're, lemon. You're, you're a lemon, but what, something what you lost. defective about me. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's something very defective about you. But what you lost on Saturday and Sunday, you win back tomorrow. Because I've, I've got a shoe-in of the week. It is Monday. Tomorrow. Yes, shoe-in. it is Monday. You want my tip or not? You can get everything uh, back. No. I can personally uh, guarantee this. I have to talk to Amir. We might be able to scrape th- some things back together. But all right. If you don't... Well, anyway, I'll give you a tip for free. my microphone. Right. I'll give you a tip for free. <laughs> the Pacers will win the NBA in-season tournament. <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay. Well, <laughs> God damn it. Out. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> take, take, take a third mortgage well, out. 
All right, I'll, I'll just I'm gonna pawn my microphone. <laughs> That's what pawn I'll do. It. You got it, man. <laughs> I'll you pawn it. it. Get the money, and we'll go. So maybe the rest of this episode might sound a bit better. Uh, actually, you, you actually no, it will sound, sound it will sound better because you'll win and you'll triple and buy three new microphones or a microphone that's three times the quality. Wow. Goddamn Tony Lang. Tony Lang, that's what they call the best. Tony Lang, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Alright. Call me when you are up three right, microphones. All or, right, admit. Admit, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, call us. We're doing this, bro. And you call we're me when you you call me for the Ferrari, all right? Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> alright we're hot bro we're hot. alright we're good alright uh, uh. Ferrari's repossessed too so uh, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to you actually we'll get there we'll get, we'll get a taxi actually Uber, you might, Uber, you might Uber. not get back to me because like, you probably need to cancel your, subscri- your uh, phone plan to pay for this bet <laughs> two for the money DJ Caruso 2005 movie it's not a film it's a life lesson if you want to see it that way it's I know, it's a mess of a movie sometimes, but it's entertainment down to a T just for you, Tony. Did you love it or what? I love oh, I love Pacino in this. It's one of his uh better 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 performances. Well no, so not better. One of his more funnier performance performances. Yeah. I think. It's this is the so second time funny. I've watched this. I think you showed me this earlier in the year. Yeah, I trying um, to teach you something. Yeah, that's right. Everyone knows my issues of gambling by now. But no, I've I definitely see Pacino's probably playing this as a, a comedy. Unless he's just a bad actor, but I think he is trying to be comedic. <laughs> Debatable. Uh, but no, he's always interesting. We always bring that up. Um, but Tony, does he give you a lot of lefty energy? I don't know if you've seen Donnie Brasco, audience, but if you've seen it, you probably see a lot of uh, similar tendencies between lefty and Walter Abrams. No, it's just Pacino. He, he's not afraid to look like a loser. Like, he can play... He can play weakness like so well, like you're always you're always on his side the whole time. Like with Lefty, he's such a small time crook. <laughs> like you always see, you feel for it, you just feel bad. But in this movie, I don't know you just like you know, the whole subplot with him pimping out his wife to McConaughey the whole time. Like, what the yeah. hell? Like, why would you do that? But then you're still on his side the whole time. Like, I would never do that to my wife. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious, and how he thinks they did sleep together. Yeah. And he's like happy for him for some reason because he's got to pick a winner for him. Like he, he does a lot of foreshadowing because when he does that first triple uh, A or double A meeting, and uh, was it better than anonymous? Ugh, yeah, yeah. And he actually mentions like losing it all. Essentially, you're not living until you lose it all. So it's like yeah, he's definitely following that that life cycle. Yeah. Um, this director, I've actually recently watched one of his movies beforehand. Taken Lives. He's not really a, you know, renowned director, but that's an okay movie. Angelina Jolie and Ethan Hawke. And I haven't seen it. Is it a thriller? Yeah, it's a serial killer thriller type movie. Kiefer Sutherland plays like a good red heron in it and show that. Uh, um, yeah. No, fun time. But the more interesting behind the scenes person in this movie we should talk about is Dan Gilroy. Oh yeah. Uh, he's a writer. And like, Whenever so his husband, baby. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And. I think he wrote a role for her in this, just like he wrote a role for her in Nightcrawler, which is probably his like open opus, whatever you call it. That his yeah. number best one work. theme, his best work. Well, I don't know, uh, real stills up there too, and he actually wrote that as well. And Free Jack, I liked Free Jack. Is did he write Free Jack? Very good, yeah, very good plot. Oh wow, really good. Yeah, good premise, very good premise. Yeah. Um, and Velvet Buzzsaw. 
So I, I, I don't watch that. So it's four movies because Free Jacks definitely got Rene Russo. Two for the Money, Nightcrawler, and Velvet Bobsaw all have Rene Russo. She's mm-hmm. great in this. Um, very sympathetic. Like you can tell. I don't know if you know her backstory. Turned out she's she actually was addicted to heroin at one point. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just alcohol, but I was watching like a behind the scenes thing, and it was. It wasn't really? just alcohol. It was fucking heroin. Damn. So anyway, I feel like Dan Gero does go pretty deep on backstories. Like, I don't know if Free Jack, a lot of shit happens in that. And it's like very depth, a lot of depth in that movie. Yeah, not really. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? Yeah, I've seen it. You think it's deep? Yeah, it's heaps of depth in it. It's about like no, freaking taking was... people's bodies from the past and stealing for rich people in the future. Like having a vegetated state, essentially, and taking yeah. their like body. It's pretty cool, like body snatcher shit. Mm. A lot yeah. of repercussions that come from that, mate. Yeah, it's because yeah. the director didn't handle it properly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, that's a good movie you should remake. Like a movie that had a really good premise, it just didn't live up to it. Like if you put, imagine, imagine uh, Matthew McConaughey in the lead role in that movie. You know, You'd kill it. I'm um, trying to say about Estevez. <laughs> nah, he's oh, no, he's okay. He's okay. Yeah. Too much Michael J. Fox energy in that movie, hey. Mm. Um. So Shane, do you like this two-hander of a movie? And like the uh, the formula, the protege, mentor, like do you like that? Like, oh, what's the best example? Um, two for the money, not two for the money. Sorry, this is that, that this is the movie, the color of money. I was going to say. Yeah, color of money is that similar premise. I was going to say yeah. the rec- the recruit, which is another Al Pacino and Colin Farrell type movie. Like there's a yeah. young protege. Pacino has done it a couple of times with Donnie Brasco, the recruit, Devil's Advocate, as well. You could say that. Yeah, sort of. Ke- Keanu's yeah, a bit older. Yeah, but like in those movies, like the I've always feel like the younger actor, like Keanu, uh, McConaughey, Johnny Depp, they're, always, they're trying to impress the elder statesman, the uh, Pacino. Yeah, uh, I reckon. And like, like, oh my, I'm like, I'm a really good actor. Like, I'm gonna steal every scene. Blah, blah, blah. And I feel like Pacino gets threatened, and that's why I think he's so big. He was especially Devil's Advocate. He's so big in that movie. I don't and think maybe, that's the. I don't think that's the case, man. I think. I, after watching this and the behind the scenes and shit, and hearing that Will and Freakin, like the director of Exorcist, and I, sh- me and Tony, like just recently listened to his audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like he's actually quite. Oh, he actually does sound insecure with his whole hair freak out incident, but um, I don't know if he's actually trying to outstage people per se. Because I was watching him behind the scenes in this, and like he's actually dancing behind the camera and shit, and getting the character. Like he's he's a nut job. Honestly, and like Rene Russo's song, at least it's like he elevates people's performances. Like no one's afraid to do anything because he's just because yeah, like, he's going because he's stealing every scene. Like no one's like I was probably thinking like no one's gonna notice me anyway. I can do whatever I want. Everyone's looking at Pacino. Yeah, but like that's the thing, man. You need to get like ten takes out of it before you get something good. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> uh, Michael Mann with the uh, Heat. Well, apparently Hank Azaria. You know that scene where he's like, she got a big ass. Yes, the clip in, baby. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that huge... And then Hank Azaria's face, right? It's just like... Perhaps genuine, because he re- his first time working with Pacino, he didn't know his, like, routine and how, like, it always does, like... He has, like, ten takes, and then there's, like... Ramp- does he ramp it up every time? Like, this is something... Yeah, it ramps it up a little bit, and then apparently he has, like, one wild take. And that's what, like, <laughs> Michael Mann said, like, just give me a wild one or some shit. And, like, sometimes it'd be horrible, <laughs> so, and sometimes it'll, like, work, and that apparently it was a wild one. He's got a big 
and like his eyes like popping out of his fucking skull. Dude. And like, that's it. Yeah. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. So in this, uh, I think it works with his like erratic behavior because that's what a gambler is essentially erratic. Yeah. Especially near. Yeah. When the, when the cat's out of the bag and you realize that he's actually gambling. And, th- and <laughs> by the way, I don't think, yeah. you know, like, is he a news flash and it stopped or something like that? Does he say that? Yeah, yeah, I think he's. I don't think he actually. Get, I think he didn't gamble at the very start. Like he was probably no, just riding with the commission. I, I think he. Uh, I think he was um, doing small bets. Like I well, think I he was still gambling. Well, how come he was surprised when he said six and zero? What do you mean? Surprised? Because like you know, if, uh, uh, Brendan Lang shows in the photo, like yeah. the picture. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I'll do yeah. Six and zero, and he's like, oh wow, six and zero. Like he would know that if he was betting on it. No, he's not like no. He was with his like he's at his little girl's birthday party with his wife. He's not looking at the scores, you know. Yeah, but if you're, if you're gambling, you would be, bro. I'm you sorry, that's what that's what it's like. That's, that's what your head space is in. You're like you have to look at the score. Yeah, like and that's what happens to him, bro. Like he's just so obsessive. Like he's like he can't focus on anything else but the result, and which what happens to him. Yeah, well, I, I think he's, he was betting small, and then he. He like noticed this guy was picking eighty percent, and he was riding him. You know what I mean? And then he was like, yeah. "All right, I've taken taken to a uh, work for me." Or should we do the um, movies? Movie? Yeah, man. We get can to do it. Bro. Yeah, yeah. You can do it. You can do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it if you want, uh, but I didn't write anything down. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. All right. So, a movie, movie for two for the money. It's about a guy named Brendan Lang, a guy with daddy issues whose life's about football. He gets injured. Um, he winds up with a job at a call centre and he stumbles into the gambling game where he gets noticed by Walter Abrams for picking the winner 80% of the time. Walter convinces Brendan Lane to join his betting agency and we see Brendan being mentored by Walter on how to become John Anthony, a person people would trust for gambling advice. It's all good for a few weeks. Everyone's winning. Brendan's making new clients. Amir, which is like... I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel like you should feel sorry for this character for some reason when he has that big scene in the phone book. I, I always like laugh. Um, just a way for the audience you can the audience can track how like he's like the the emotional connection to the audience yeah yeah, see, okay, right. yeah these people really, have a personality at least yeah yeah like they 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 have, they have lives um and I mean like he basically gets a millionaire client and Novian but Walter forces Brendan become become John John Anthony and the uh the gambler gods are a fickle bunch and Brendan Lang's hot trick ends and it's like somebody's pissing on Brandon's length parade. Um, we see Amir, yeah, you know, he's calling like, oh, you've won my life, I, I hate you, <laughs> some bullshit. Um, we learned that Walter's been gambling off Brendan's picks, and he's in the whole big time. And he even bets his wife, uh, which... Actually, was that meant to be a twist, do you think? Were you meant to think... Were the audience meant to think that he was... That they slept together? Or did you know, like... I mean, when I first watched it, I always knew, like, that didn't happen. They're not hooking up. Like, I knew it was a test. Oh, no, anyway. Yeah, that's a question. Um, the climax movie boils down to a game that Brendan flipped a coin to to decide who to pick. Uh, Walter betting everything he has on the game. The movie ends with Walter realising he's self-destructive, that he needs to cash out of the gambling business and focus on his wife and kids. And we end on Brendan moving back home and becoming a football coach. And that's the end of the So it's like a wholesome ending. Um, to Hollywood, do you think? I don't know. Well, do you think... He- he actually changed his ways, Walter. I think. I think this was the thing. Well, was it? It's never over. 
and you can attest to that, Shane. There's always going to be that monkey on your back. But like, hopefully, he this is a big wake up call, and he can focus on. Well, it's all, it's Tony. Like the, the, one of the best things about this movie is the relationship with, with uh, Walter and Tony, and like how much she supports him. A relationship to aspire to, really. Well, if you're a gambler, anyway. She's like above and beyond the call of a duty for like a partner. Mm. Like most partners wouldn't put up with that shit, especially yeah, when yeah. he's got like less than nothing. Like he's telling her like, <laughs> we're in the toilet. So yeah, even though like it's insane that Brendan Lang gets a, I don't know. It's just when I was watching this the first time, I was like, okay, this is when Walter turns against him. Like, throws him under the bus, like, gets him, like, beat up and shit. And, but no, to Walter's credit, he always, like, sticks by Brendan to his detriment. He bankrolls him, man. He bankrolls him. But, like, even, like, most movies like this, where, you know, there's a superstar, and, like, everyone loves him, and then he goes, takes down to him. This is when the mentor, like, kind of betray- betrays four. him. Yeah, betrays yeah. him. Like, yeah. you'd say, if, if there was De Niro or something, De Niro would be like, nah, you're an old news kid, get the fuck out of here. So, yeah, he was going to get the Piven treatment, you know, how, uh, yeah, essentially, yeah. Gets, yeah. Like yeah. you, you think that, you think it'd be better if there's an up and coming guy as well, a new guy on the block picking. Yeah, words. that's what normally that's what the cliche aspect is. That's why yeah, it's yeah. so. That's what I like about it. How it's just how he's so loyal to him. <laughs> Finally, yeah, he was picking eighty percent, man. Oh, At one you'd be loyal to that guy. Um, it's pretty pretty interesting they like that character of Brendan, like based on a r- true person too, Tony. Like yeah, that I saw being, the start inspired by a true story. I'm like, it really is it? Well, they, well, apparently it's uh, Dan Gilroy's caddy. They're playing golf. You know, like they started talking and shit. Like, yeah, I picked like sport results, blah blah blah. Mm. And they got to know him, and they're like, okay, it's actually quite an interesting story. Do you think he was taking his bets? Like, uh, is he legit? I'll, uh, oh no, I feel like no, nah, dude. That's what gambling is. Like, you can't always get them right. And you go, there's hot streaks and cold streaks. Apparently, this guy was like picking so hot for so long. But obviously, what happened to him? The downfall happened, and he just started picking everything wrong. Which is true to life, I think. This is why this guy's a caddy now. But you had that like, like fifteen minutes of like fame or whatever, where he's yep. just on the like the top of the fucking heap. But obviously, it doesn't last forever. I think he knew that. And this is what this story is really about: like, know when to quit, know when to fold them. <laughs> uh, actually, it's more of a story of addiction as well, as you said. Would you say that Brendan Lane's like addicted to ha- having a father figure in a weird way? Like he, yeah, he's, 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 he's got daddy seeking that approval. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's all he's doing. He's doing it all for Walter, and then and like what Tony says about it, like, like he'll never be enough. He always like will ride you to the, to the end. Like he'll never be satisfied. With McConaughey in this, right? Mm. Like, is he too buff for the role? <laughs> too buff. Like I know he's. Yeah, no, I know. He's supposed no, to like uh, it makes sense. Yes, because he's, he's, he's he still wants to be a professional NFL player, right? You know, he has to be in shape for the tryouts and shit. Well, Walter is, like, I, I secretly in love with him. Like, secretly wants to be him. There's no, so many he, he, says, he says he sees himself, like, this was me 30 years ago, right? Like, he can see himself in Walter. This is patheticness, a, like, bleeding through. I don't think it was ever anything like this. <laughs> ever. No way. It's like a weasel. No, but look how attractive Tony is. Like, Walter had to be a good looker himself to land Dude, that, you know? No, no, no. They said 20 years before, Walter, Tony, they meet. I'm, I'm getting vibes of Casino with James Woods and Sharon well, he, he Stone. Was, really? That kind of like... Yeah, he's like, oh, I love you, baby. Who's your, yeah, like, probably giving her and heroin. He was, yeah, <laughs> and he was probably like, we need some money. Never know. He might have helped her off her feet. Like, helped her back in a rehab yeah. at one point. And so he was like... That's the thing with addiction. Like, there's always... Especially if you're, like, Walter. Like, he's just bouncing around. 
like I think he gets sober then well not sober like stops gambling gambles again because he apparently mm. you know, had drinking problem smokes too much gambles too much like he's a very flawed character but you love him it's because how funny he is he has so, so many effect. so Pitino effect you, could you see De Niro pulling this role off at all hell yeah. no yeah what? like just as a hard ass a hard ass version yeah but it wouldn't be the same movie De Niro's too much okay let's talk okay, you wanna, you're keeping up De-, De Niro because he's the better actor no hey. um, let's compare the 2000s like their post 2000s stuff alright so this is I'll just go through Pacino's filmography real quick I know they're both in Righteous Kill <laughs> yes yeah, so we'll, we'll end with Righteous Kill we'll start with Heat where they both star in Heat and then you go Donnie Brasco Devil's Advocate The Insider man this is like his banger 90s. after banger any given Sunday was his like last 90s thing I haven't seen it apparently good Insomnia good, good. Insomnia good and then that's where his last good movie in the 2000s and it goes kind of haywire The Recruit <laughs> he's in Geely I didn't even know that Two for the Money 88 nah, probably Minutes a, probably a cameo in Geely whatever it's called Jack and Jill Stand Up Guy like there's nothing hey, no, you, 2008's the cut off mate yeah no, boy. it hasn't done that many since 2008 you have Righteous Kill yeah, um, we go through uh, De Niro's bullshit. Yeah, go for De Niro. All right, so some actually it's pretty pretty good. So from starting from Heat, you got the fan with Snipes. That's which is that's fun. Pretty pretty good. Uh, Sleepers with uh, yep. Pitt and everyone else. Marvin's room. I think I think Leo's in that. Like pretty good so far. <laughs> uh, Copland, which is also a very good movie. Jackie Brown. Fucking hell. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Rag the dog. He's still trying. It. Still trying. Uh, great expectations. Ronan, analyze this. Ronan's uh, flawless. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is that's the nineties. Don't stuff. forget Copland. Don't forget Copland. Yeah, I said Copland. I said Copland. Was it a sandwich? That's the nineties. Hands are tight. You blew it. Uh, now, blew we're in the two thousands. The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> uh, Men of Honor. Which are, is that a uh, mentor protege one? Is he like? The uh, yes. Oh uh, no, I think he's. Is it the one with uh, QB Junior? Yeah, yeah. I think he's like he's like the adversary to it. I think. Damn. So he's like saying like, like you're oh, good like, enough. <laughs> well, maybe he's like I haven't actually seen the movie, but I saw like a TikTok clip, and he's just like, tell him you can't be in the navy, blah blah blah. Mm. Actually, I there's one know. role that see, did Pacino could play only these roles. I think that one role he probably couldn't pull off is the next movie, which is Meet the Parents. I don't think yes. De Niro could play that menacing like where it's funny. You know yeah, because I mean? it's too straight. Yeah. Um. Fuck, it's a lot of movies. 15 minutes, which is yeah, uh, the score. Dilutes uh, Showtime, City by the Sea, analyze that. Godsend. What the fuck is that movie? Shark Tale, Meet the Fuckers, uh, The Bridge of Set. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Until we it's get to. A lot to more most, movies. You know, I didn't realize he had so many movies in the 2000s. Like, how many did uh, Pacino have? Like, well, five, that's the thing, six? man. He's, ca- he's cashing in. Like, he's all, like almost selling out. Mm. Probably did. But there, 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 there's some highlights in there, like Stardust, The Good Shepherd. That's the thing, man. He sold out. So did so did Pacino. All good actors sell out. And the funny thing is, Matthew McConaughey sold out too. But he's probably when? the only actor. What do you mean when? When he freaking did every freaking rom com under rom-com. the book, mate. Well, it, yes. is he like the last established Hollywood star? Like, was he like? Because he, he was established when uh, Time to Kill came out, which was what ninety. 93, 94, 95. Well, it's time it feels like 90, 
96. But no, but that, that's what made him a star, right? Uh, yeah, would have put him on the map, but and no, but that, he was he was a Hollywood star. He would sell like he would sell rom coms. Has, yeah. has there been a, has there been an actor that was established after that that was just as big as him? I don't think there has been. Uh, like he sell that's not movies. Marvel star. Yeah, well, that's franchise it doesn't count. I was thinking Michael B. Jordan, but what did anyone watch that uh, bullshit? No, I guess it's all streaming now, so it doesn't really count. But like Creed doesn't count because that's a franchise. Like, would you watch a rom-com with Michael B. Jordan? Hell no. It's a good, good, good query. That's thing, they don't make movies like they used to, mate. They don't sell movies anymore. They sell characters, not actors, so 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 much. Yeah. Which sucks. Right. It's all about the IP now, yeah. But, like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you roughly where McConaughey sells out. So, pretty much, he's on his, like... It's a harsh word. That's what he no, no, trust me, he's sold out. No, he's sold out. Wedding Planner, Hell is Guys in 10 Days, Sahara... All good hits, all made a lot of money. Tropic Thunder, he's awesome in, but not a big yeah. role. I think Ghost of Girlfriends passed. That was in 2009. I think he even admitted, like, he was like, Fool's Gold, Failed to Launch, all these bullshit. 2006, 2009, he's like, and then he got burnt out, he said. And he started yeah, turning down, playing roles, the same, down roles. Yeah, playing the same character every time. Working with William Freakin' with Killer Joe. So now he started to, like, you know, pick more edgier stuff. Magic Mike, which seems like a sellout type role, but then boom, wins an Oscar, twenty thirteen, Dallas Buyers Club, a lot of like extra extra work, not extra work, but co-starring Wolf of Wall Street, fucking blah blah blah. Um, but saying what actor has come back like this, like reinvented his career? The only one similar is Danny Junior, I think, where he was like, yeah, like yeah. He was established and then yeah, but still, it was still a comeback. Yeah, hundred percent, still a comeback. Yeah, I know, but. Out of the McConaissance, the one that really impressed me was like, holy shit, this fucking heaps good actor was uh, True Detective. That's when I was like, took, took some attention, like, holy shit, and like, wanted to watch everything he was in. Yeah, but that was, that was, po- that was post his Oscar too. So, like, he was yeah, just making I, such I good choices. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I never, I never watched Dallas Buyers Club. I had no interest in watching that. Why? It's Oscar winning, bro. Did you have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet, no, but I would like... I'll so what the hell? I was say, you have no interest in watching it then? If you had interest, you would have watched I it. I have interest. I just haven't watched it yet. I'm going to round to it. Mm. I've been watching... What did I watch last night? Oh, yeah, actually, something that had football in it as well. Um, so just like the start of this movie, it's like a football sequence. You know, trying to like... <laughs> yeah, his dad's that, that wig, man. Oh, you're talking about that before the big game. When he hurts no, we can talk about the wig. That's the wig part as well. Like, somehow that long hair makes him look older as well, which doesn't work at all. <laughs> too like looks so much you older. Should like, get a buzz cut out. or something? Yeah, yeah, or something like youthful. That shit made him look like freaking True Detective again. Like when he's fucking mm. cutting those beer cans open and shit. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just it's just funny because Brendan Fraser plays like a quarterback in School Ties. So I watched that last night, oh, and like, okay. and there's a scene where just like this movie, the quarterback has to go for the touchdown. Like even though it's their job to set up the touchdown, but so it's just funny how like. Like both, like uh, what do you call it? Climactic moments is the guys guys scoring there, but it's just funny, Tony. Because have you seen School Ties with? Um, no, no, I haven't seen Chris it. O'Donnell. So, uh, yeah. So Matt Damon is like the the prick in the movie. So like he's the bad guy. Mm. But uh, so pretty much they bring in this guy from out of town, and it's Brendan Fraser, and he's so jealous of him. And like, oh, Brent, asks, Brendan Fr- Matt Damon's jealous of Brendan Fraser. Yes, and he's just like he, he, anyway. There's a big game, right? For like pretty much the season, essentially, and like they're versus the, the town rivals, and they never beat them before. Mm-hmm. And then like Matt Damon's like, "Give me a chance, man! Give me a chance! Give me the ball!" It's like the coach didn't call the play. And you know, 
fucking Matt Damon fucks it up and then like he's like fuck and he's like everyone's like yeah we're gonna lose we're gonna lose and then the coach is like you, I told you run the plays run the plays and Ray Ferris like fuck me and then Matt Damon's like give me another chance give me another chance and like I can't do what coaches want me to anyway so what happens is Brendan Fraser like it's so unrealistic but he uses like he grabs Matt Damon by the back and like uses him as a blocker like what? he pretty much ragdolls Matt Damon and like uses him to block people and like throws him on the ground and shit so, and so he do- gets his comeuppance at the same time well it's it's kind of weird because Matt Damon's kind of like his friend at the time but he's also racist like he's a Jew it's a weird movie man because he's Jewish Brendan Fraser's character mm. and everyone in the school is like anti-Semites essentially yeah 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 it's just yeah it doesn't really matter but the way he just outlandish <laughs> to be honest yeah holding up Damon and use him as a, as a, as a well like he's like it's like just steering it like both running and he's just like what like ragged on a little bit it, it looks funny as fuck and he pushes in front of like the defense he like it's destroyed and he, and he scores a touchdown and then Matt Damon's like no <laughs> everyone's chip and everyone's listening up Brendan Fraser no nah, it's like like the the high point before it all comes crashing down for Brendan Fraser he's like the, oh. he's like the top kid in school like, everyone oh. fucking loves him bro then like Matt Damon finds out he's Jewish and like turns the whole school against him Damn. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty racist shit. And like, even his girlfriend dumps him because he's Jewish. That's how fucking bad it was back in the 50s. I didn't even know yeah. it was that bad. But then, like, I just found it funny that, like, this whole quarterback hero shit. So then Brennan does the same thing, Brennan Lang. And he fucks his fucking leg up. It's like sideways and shit. But then, like, six years later, bro, and, like, that's when you have to give up on your career, no matter what. Mm. I don't, yeah, yeah. But the six years later, I feel like we're in a different movie. It feels like The Matrix with the, the green filter. Don't you think? Yeah. It does look pretty they... bleak, though, too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's intentional, Tony. It's supposed to look yeah, like no, a Yeah, no, it's shit intentional, life. but it's, it's too, it looks too much like The Matrix. And then you get, like, the whole, the whole phone call and the envelope and everything. I don't know. I just felt like they're just trying to rip The Matrix off right now. You didn't feel that? Uh, I think it's a choice. I don't think they ripped them off. I think like, it's just, like, a shitty... I don't know. I felt, like, depressed in that little cubicle. Yeah. Like, like you're supposed to. So, I think it's... Uh, I, I just it's, felt it's lazy. Crazy. I just felt lazy. I feel like this took the look of the matrix that's all like the great yeah i think no, it's no, cool no, that yeah. like because the movie starts pretty heavily in brendan's camp right but like towards like the third act like it t- turns into walter's movie and it's pretty smooth transition too well to be honest brendan's the uh not very interesting the character because well like he you follow him like and he, he shows you this yeah, whole it's actually a pretty good maybe like, if he started movie. gambling he should have started gambling brendan like I'm, I'm gambling i'm betting on my own picks i'm losing like nah, i don't know nah, too much you don't need him to gamble bro. that's why i'm saying he's boring like, walter's doing fucking... all the gambling we need all right mm. it's not it's not boring he already gambled everything he'd had remember yeah, on one on yeah, one play on one play yeah fucked his leg up i like how the fact how it's like all the pressure's coming from walter there's something really delicious about it. I don't know. When you're a gambler like me, bro, you just you just don't want to see gambling, all right? Yeah, of, but you, why do you like watching someone lose though? When you're a, when you're gambling with your friends, you prefer to see them lose than to watch them win. Because jealousy and like greed falls greed. into place. You're just like, why is it? I should be winning the money. Hundred percent. I just, I'm gonna, but, yeah, it doesn't matter. The only time you're truly happy when you win or when they win is when you're winning with them. Mate, he's actually captured something too. His big speech about, like, you're only happy when you're losing, essentially. Yeah, when they're taking the chips away from you. Yeah, like, when you feel alive. Like, he's not 100% wrong. Like, it is the thrills there to... I don't know, it's just weird. Gambling's such a fucked up experience. Because, like, when you lose, you want to go back for more. And, like, you should do the opposite. Well, you should drive your are you, are you Are you... You're not 
addicted to the money. Like, well, the money's good, don't get me wrong, but you're addicted to the high during yeah, the, the gamble. Yeah. Like, there's, a, the there's highs, a high you do, you do uh, feel. Yeah, dude, that's the first, what do you call it, the first step is acceptance. No, admit you have a problem. That's the first step. Yeah. That'd be a fucking problem. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. You have to realize you have a problem. If you have a problem, then that's when it's real trouble. Did you admit that? You have a problem? Yeah, I, I had a problem. You have? You, I still have yeah. a problem, too. Yeah. I just manage it a lot better. Like I'm saying, having a partner and sharing a bank account helps massively. <laughs> because you can't, like, be... Sharing a bank account. Yeah, sharing a bank account helps. Yeah, because you just, like, you just can't... Where's the money going? Oh, whoops. You'd, you'd, you'd you would, for sure, end up like a Miro. I had a fiance. Oh, wow. I was supposed to get married. <laughs> yeah. Admir, I love, like, Admir's so funny because you see him three times throughout the movie. First time, you see him in the laundry working hard. Second time, like, he's around a red sports car, loving life. And the third time, it's like and, on the edge of suicide. And, and he's, and, but no, he's got chicks with him as well. So, he's like, he doesn't yeah. really care about his wife. Like, he never did. If he, if he cared about his wife, he would be gambling yeah, in the first place. True ga- and, it, and, of course, like a true gambler, he blames someone else. <laughs> it's your fault. I was only betting $1,000. 250 grand. Yeah, I lost three hundred fifty thousand dollars this weekend. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you were, bet, you were definitely betting a thousand dollars games too. I was at one point in my life. I was betting a thousand dollars a game, and that and that turned to three thousand dollars once. And then would you ever take betting advice, or you always go with your gut? I know you listen to <laughs> you used to listen to a podcast. Yeah, betting tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take you, t- you just use it in, as information, bro. I'm like my, I'm like the Sykes system. All right, the Shane system. Informa- the Shane system. It was information, process it, and go through my filter. And it doesn't mean shit, though, because you still lose and you're still a fucking loser. The gambling gods, bro. The gambling gods can be fickle. And it's, and it's 100%, man. It's, it comes in runs. Like, if you're on a hot streak, you just have to ride it. If you're, and you can be on cold you streaks. Press. Long- you press, man. You press when you're on a hot streak. Yeah. That's what fucking, what's his name should have done? Walter. Should have pressed way harder. He did. And then he, he rode him right straight to the toilet, man. Straight to the fucking um, toilet. Yeah, this mo- I love this movie too because the very start, you, get, you see he's like living a pretty simple life, like riding his bike around, trying to flirt with chicks. They didn't really hit the high life as much, like setting this all up. Um, I do find it out very much out of like out of place when he just sh- showed this simple life, and then you cut to him by doing curls like barbell curls. He looks fucking buff as fuck. It looks almost as rip as ripped as a uh, bale in American Psycho. Mm. And then he gets Almost his letter in the mail. Oh, does he get a letter or does he get like a voicemail? No, he goes to the cubicle and then like he, he's on the phone. Is it a letter or a voicemail? No, he, he goes, he gets a phone call and he goes, oh, you know who I am. Like you picked 80% winners. Open the envelope. Oh, he pretty much convinces him to go to New York. But like, like do the math. Like I gave you that much money to like to make it worth your while. Yeah. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to go to fucking New York. And he meet, then we meet that then we meet that driver, the uh, Asian dude. Yeah, he's barely like it. Yeah, he's like, again, after that scene, I was like, oh. Well, he said, like, yeah. you've been working for Walter Long. It's like two weeks. So he must have got the sack. I bet you he was probably obsessed with that driver, Walter. Probably doing pics for him and everything. And yeah, threw him out. I don't know. I just reckon he just got someone else. I don't think he really cares about drivers. He's a, I don't know. Walter's a very fickle character. But I do like the song that accompanies this scene where he goes to meet him. It's like, I'm your pusher, man. I put the, the, the song in. I oh, that that's song. a good needle drop. Good needle drop. I'm your pusher, man. Yeah, that's good. So, like, pusher, man, as in, like, drug dealer or something? Like, someone pushing you to do things you shouldn't do? And it's when you get your first taste of what Pacino's doing. 
100 words per minute, snake oil salesman energy, fucking always comparing, like, this is me. Like, he's just so needy in a good way. Like, when you first see, like, okay, he's going to show him, like, the, you know, the bright life, the good life. And then you kind of, like, if you've seen the movie before, you can know he's, like, a, a bug, essentially, on a windshield, just waiting to get wiped off. This fucking Walter dude, like, in... That's what I'm saying. He's, it's all smoke and mirrors. And he actually admits it to us. He, he some, does that, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does, uh, admits it at some point as well. And I was like, does he need a gold tooth to, like, sell this a little <laughs> bit more? Because I oh, think... Yeah, so, we, so, yeah, it's like the one at the back or, or, like, maybe at the front somewhere. Uh, you, yeah, that's right. Like, he has been beaten up because he's been, you know, owing people money before. Yeah. Um, you know, just doing, you know, just being real flashy. But then he gets the real interview with his wife, which is like the manicure pedicure fucking place. Mm. Tony, um, Tony for a girl's name. And there's like another like four show how he, he like tries to hit on her and sleep with her, and he's like, oh. And this is the real interview. It's cool, like nice little charming scene. Um, but yeah, do you guys think like does Dan Gura really want to pimp his wife out too? Because if you've seen Nightcrawler, like she, she's, <laughs> she, does she have sex with? Gyllenhaal's character I know she no, uses she, him yeah I know but he kind of wants to bang her for power Damn. it's a lot of sexual <laughs> things yeah 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 it's pretty pretty insane movie eh Nightcrawler I've got to watch it again I, gotta, I watched yes. it eight years ago when it came out yeah it's really good really good he's a very very interesting character I, was like, I feel like the, this director Dean uh, DJ Caruso I don't know if he's like a good director per se like I, I think he, I, I think he's just he's uh an average director, to be honest. Like, nothing special. He'll get the job done under budget. You know what I mean? He can handle the stars. But I don't think he makes too many interesting choices in this. Like, the most interesting thing about this is the, probably the performances, actually. So maybe he does get good performances out of his actors, which is, I guess is a good thing. Yeah, but who do they get good performances out of? Like, Pacino. Which, that's going to happen. Pacino. And Rene Russo did a really good job. And so did um, McConaughey at his moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, saying that, you're right though, because he does seem very charming in this scene, McConaughey. Like, like it's pretty hard for to, be, to resist him. Like, you know, yeah, he's like, that's, I don't understand. Like, yeah, but he, <laughs> did you know how he, got, he's fall, he falls in love with like a hooker, essentially, McConaughey's character? I feel like you have so many women all over him. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think man. he's going to settle down for one chick. Like, he's a pretty good looking guy. Act like it's no big deal either. Yeah. Uh, I know, I wonder if Dan, I wonder if Dan Gurley. I wonder if Dan Gilroyd directed this, if it would be, like, any grittier or better. And I wonder if, like, this... Do you want, do you want, a, do you want a darker tone? Uh, oh, maybe not. I love, the, I love this movie for what it is. But the tone's really set by Pacino, I think, not by the director. Yeah. That's what I, I believe, anyway. Yeah. The, the, movie, the, the movie really sings when Pacino's on screen. Only time, really. Or, or uh, was it? What's the uh, Chuck? The, the movie, yeah, it's probably the second best performance in this movie. You remember the, uh, the the third guy in that um, TV spot? The guy that, like screaming, oh, yeah. out, out of breath, red yeah, face. Children's, children's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put that clip in. I reckon that, that was so fucking funny, man. You can tell he just fun. keeps to himself. Eh? He doesn't like try to get into Walter's pockets, like Jerry, Jeremy Piffin's character. Like he's. Jerry Piffin just wants to, like, be Brendan, which is so funny. Yeah, he wants like, he the wants ads. To... He wants the, the attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, like, but, I don't know, it's like... 60%. Yeah, he got consistency, consistency, man. Six years he was with Walter. And he just froze him away because Brendan's had, like, a three-week losing streak. 
don't know. Just like it's like his pride gets in the way a lot, Walter. Mm. He can't can't be wrong. Um, I did feel bad for Pivens when he got when he got the sack. When he got fired. He's kind of asking for it, bro. Yeah. Well, not really. Actually, it seems a bit justified. Like he wants his like he wants to open up with like you know I'm just, I'm like eighty percent. Do you think if Jerry Jerry Piven was if he was a more good looking, do you think he would have like be a career like a like a Ryan Reynolds sort of career? Because I had the same energy that those two guys like the smart alecky. And Piven's good, but like I think he's underrated. I guess if you're an entourage fan, you know how good he can be. Yeah, he's, he's not. Best, he's the best he's thing not about a leading that man. He's not a leading man. And yes, he's very interested in entourage because he's the best thing about it. Mm. But he's also playing like a scumbag fucking asshole too. Like he's an asshole on that show. But you love him because he just speaks he's, his mind. I don't know, it's really cool. He's actually the perfect adversary. He's the perfect adversary. Like you want him to lose in a weird way in this movie anyway. The way he like little like punch me in the face smile he does. Yeah. Gets and needles him every chance he gets. I'll take the psych system. I trust him. Do the math. Well, if he's getting sixty percent over six years, god damn, Walter should be. Since I say, say he just wants the big swings, Walter. He don't give a fuck. He'd rather just go hundred percent once instead of like fifty percent like a hundred times. That's what mm. fucking. That's how sick he is, bro. And like, I don't know the way he hires that chick to sleep with him. Yeah, <laughs> like, and what gives him ten grand essentially as well on top of. Yeah, good bonus, bro. The, the one thing that Walter did that's unforgivable is when Brandon came up to him and was like, hey, like, we had a big weekend. I went 12 for 12, whatever. Like, can I get a bonus? And then he, like, grabs him by the neck. Like, you want more from me? You got to fucking rip it from my talents. Like, no, he, talents. He, he, yeah, he went, yeah, he went way too far for no reason. Yeah, next time you come with me this shit, come as John Anthony. I don't, I don't want to talk to Brandon about this, about money. It's like pretty crazy. Yeah, it's like so nice. He's coming to yeah, him. Like, and, but yeah, but Pacino can pull off that menacing as well. Like he, I bought that shit. Yeah, because he's a scumbag, bro. He would do that to your fucking best salesman. And they, and they threw his whole mojo off for the rest of the fucking movie too. That was like yeah, that's, the peak. What, that's what started it. Yeah, that's what started the That was ad. the peak. Yeah, because the gambling gods, bro. They're like, nah. Yeah. All right, Tony. Yeah, really the fuck over Walter, that's what it was. Let's... Tony, do your best John Anthony sales pitch. I want to hear it. <laughs> come on, come uh, on, kid. You know, I'm, I'm hanging up the phone. I'm hanging up the phone. Hi. I'm... Hello? Oh, hello? Hi, I'm Top Tip Tony. And my bets are tip-top. Uh, forget the rest. Now you bet with the best. Put my tips to the test. Sit back and see the money pile up. You're going to need a treasure chest. So call me. Tip-top. Top tip. What, are you reading from a goddamn script? Huh? Because come <laughs> the heart and the balls, Tony. That's my wife's name, for God's sake. What kind of name is that, Tony? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so call me, and let's make some money. <laughs> yeah, boy. Anthony. John Anthony. That's a good name. That's a good name. John Anthony. Um, I don't, about, think, I don't so, think anyone would take my gambling tips, to be honest. Because every time I do gamble, I always lose. I feel like I've never won. Maybe like, it's just opposite. That's what you should have done. Yeah. That's what you said. Maybe I, said, so I say black. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we just you say opposite. black, we bet right, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, the best part of this movie is when he finds out he finds out you flipped a coin for the results. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck it. Takes a deep breath. Ride. Like hundred percent guarantee the money. Yeah. Which is so fucking God. stupid. 
Well, saying that like though, he's 100% right. He's 100% right. Like, they can't call up and say, oh, I bet, you know, yeah, they know the results. It's a huge thing. Well, that means they have to call up and do what though. If you get the results of, like, I don't understand. What are you talking about? If, How does it work? If you, if you, if you go, if you go with John Anthony's Anthony's advice, right, and you lose, then he'll reimburse you what you bet. Uh, Are they giving the advice out free though? No, you've got to call. You've got to call them up for the advice. As if you're not calling. It's a big swing. You have to. That would have broken even though, right? This whole thing at the end. Oh, yeah, but they're out. Everyone, everyone learned, like, I don't think Walter's was ever going back to work. He's probably going to sell the company. Yeah, he's a dude. He's honestly the biggest fucking loser. Like, when Brendan first gets there, and he's like, turn, he's like, oh, you know, I'm 80%. He's like, stats is not enough. I fuck off, idiot. Like, what is enough for you? Like, you want to be, like, sleazy, like, smooth talking, blah, blah, blah. Like, he just wants everyone's fucking money. He just not... I don't know. It's never going to be enough. Never going to be enough. Yeah. Um, and then, like, this whole, like, plot point with his heart... And, like, the first oh. time you see it on screen, it's out of fucking nowhere. It's <laughs> no, no. Like, Pacino says a couple of words, and you're like, what's wrong with, like, what's wrong with Walter? Like, something's up with him. And yeah, yeah, you can tell something's wrong. into his chair. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't come out of nowhere. And he just wants to smoke straight after, like, fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you <laughs> like so how he, uh, when he did the fake fucking I'm gonna die thing? Oh, I don't think Walter. that, I, think, I don't think that was fake. I think... No. I think it was real, and then, like... He played he it to, off. He played it off as, like, oh... I think it started as real. It was like, oh, he, shit. He doesn't... Oh, he doesn't want to show weakness. He doesn't want to show weakness, and then he, like, kind of rode with it a bit, longer than he should have. I feel like, I feel like he like he did, probably did have, like, a bit of a heart thing. And he's just trying to teach him a lesson over it, too. This is something Walter would do for sure. And, like, try to make it into a fucking lesson about, like, it's never too much, never too far. Yeah. Never too keep far, fucking pushing. Yeah, keep pushing. Keep fucking pushing. Put your fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it worked. He uh, he sold Novian or yeah, yeah. Novia, Novian, yeah, good good name. He sold him. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> He's, he lost thirty million. Do you know that? To fucking yeah, no, Novia. it's pretty fucking hectic. Yeah, it's a gambler, bro. Novian's just a gambler like the fucking rest of them. That's all fucking is, man. Like I don't feel sorry for anybody in this movie, except for fucking Lane because he's he anyone that's like on. true to himself, and he got pissed <laughs> on, which was. Fucking I thought nowhere. I thought he was gonna get these dicks like he has to suck a dick. I thought. Well, that's what that's what should have happened. If it was like a real gangster shit, but yeah. peeing on someone's like an ultimate humiliation. That didn't. Yeah. They didn't really call back on that. But that 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 cost him. Yeah, thirty. Would you shame? Would you give someone thirty million dollars to pay, to piss on him? No, you wouldn't. Uh, no, no. But like he's a gambler. Like he knows it's his fault, and like legally, like there's nothing he can do about it. And if he did kill him in the park, like they probably can trace it back to Novian. Yeah. Like the fuck. Like it's well, actually, it's illegal in the state anyway. So. I don't know. I don't think he wants to be the attention. I wonder if he's like he's still getting the advice beforehand, before like well, it's private, two hundred fifty grand up front. Why, why would just, he ever pay that premium? Yeah, why, why not just call him up? Yeah, and pretend like you're a nobody. Yeah, that's what I would have done. So no good businessman. It obviously fucking sucks. Um, I do love Walter though. So he has so many good fucking lines. I'm gonna like maybe put it like a what do you call it? Uh, compilation a smash a smash cut in of all the ones said. but one of my, I do love he says like all he does is work out and pick winners <laughs> it's like he's like in love with him eh? he's like secretly in love with him that's what he's playing at Why was with that William Freakin story Tony when he tells on about cruising so William mm-hmm. Freakin's like edited in he's editing cruising he's like realising like wow 
like I don't really show the killer and like the character what's uh, Pacino plays coming with the character's name like he seems like he could be the killer so in Edit of Room he kind of decides that the killer could have been Pacino's character all along but or he, so, or he but, turns into a killer all that Ethan as well like mm. anyway Pacino didn't know any of this Pacino's like wait a second why do you tell me this I could have played it all differently blah 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 so I reckon in this movie though he would have read the script he's like what am I in love with this guy am I in love with him and so maybe that's why he's doing so, so many fucking weird things in this like the way he like looks at him and his wife like putting his wife yeah, to what, he wants to be a cuck yeah he wants to be a cuck yeah he's like getting, getting cucked or whatever man mm. I don't know it just adds to his patheticness overall patheticness it's just so fucking funny <laughs> I don't know um is, Tony, like this, say. Uh, let me read this line properly. Like, okay, there's actually one good advice that he gives Brendan Lane about being a salesman. He says this, I don't want your money, I want, I want your book his money. Book his fucking money. Yeah, yeah. No, book his fucking money. Yeah, that's good advice. You should swear to get your point across. Emphasise a certain point, yeah. I, I don't that's know. A- yeah, I don't think he gave him that good advice at all. He's trying. To, he's a big. His big thing was like you got to change yourself because no one wants no one wants to buy picks from Brendan Lang, which he's wrong about anyway. Like he's wrong about everything. So I'm surprised like his loserness like rubbed onto Brendan Lang quicker. Like, I think it was just a matter of time that he would infect Lang to become a loser like him. Every everything he told him was wrong. I think. Like this whole change of persona, which and he says to himself, like, I'm not picking as Brandon Lang, I'm picking as John Anthony. And that's right. That's right. Burn I'm the fucking up. suits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, burn the suits. I don't give a fuck. Like, he doesn't have any convictions. Like, he just, he's just on the ride, bro. That's what I love about Walter. Yeah, yeah. He's just on, on the ride, straight to the fucking toilet. <laughs> and, like, as I said before, like, the whole Lemon speech, such, such good foreshadowing about what's going to happen to him. Like, mm. he's, he just loves to lose. Um, but yeah, there's this movie essentially, they're trying to go for this fish out of water thing with Brendan Lang, but I don't think they really hit it on the note, like they don't hit it out of the park too well. There's not enough of him like, like country boy in the big city for me. Like would it make this movie better too if he's like, did, did he life? live in Vegas or something? Is that where he was from? Yeah, I think so. But it's like, his mother was a blackjack dealer. Yeah. He's in Vegas, but he's not really like, he's living the shit life in Vegas. Like, yeah. Not the yeah, high yeah. life. You don't know money, went, man. Yeah. Because he went to New York, eh? Yeah, that's right. To, like, mm. sell pics. I just love that. Uh, so, your, so to you, Tony, your favourite scene has to be... Well, mine is when they're in the double uh, A meeting. What do you call it? Is it double A? The uh, Gambling's Anonymous meeting. That's my favourite scene. I don't think that's my favourite. Is that your favourite scene? Yes. So, think, think about yours. I'll tell you why this is my favourite. Um, my, it's my favourite... <laughs> Yes, but it's like essentially a comedy scene. Well, it breaks out that way. Like, it's real heartfelt. This this black dude, like, you know, I lost everything, blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't stop. Machina goes, you can't stop because something wrong with you. Defective, blah, blah, blah. Great, great, great. Like, good acting everywhere. And then some guy goes, hey, aren't you the guys selling pics on TV? He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Would you leave our job at the door? Yeah. It's just, it's just all the jokes start popping out. Gets in this card. <laughs> I know. It's just, I just love that shit. What about you, Tom? What's your favourite scene? <laughs> uh, th- no, I, I don't think my favourite scene. I think any time Bicino is like belittling fucking 
John Anthony or Brennan Lang's picks. For me, it was like, a fucking monkey tossing darts could do better than that. <laughs> a line made me laugh. I don't know, just, just every time when he admits that, like, fuck, I don't, like, you're, I'm losing a lot of money because of you. Like, any time he rides him a bit. I think mean, it's, like, the highlight of the movie for me. Yeah. That and when Amir is, yeah, having his big breakdown. I'm wiped out. That's your favourite part. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. No, nah, it would have to be. It would have to be. No, nah, it would have to be the big speech that McConaughey gives in the um, at the TV prompter. But that's yeah. That's been- million dollar man, million dollar man, hmm. million dollar man. <laughs> and no, everyone, th- everyone thinks he's choking. And then yeah. you see Pacino yeah. turning back, yeah. like the fingers on. Keep yeah. going, keep going, keep going. Keep rolling, keep rolling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that bit must be the highlight. Yeah, but it's it's actually quite a like giant rise for this movie. Like, I think an hour and ten minutes is where. The pacing is actually... It's a weird-paced movie. Because it's a two-hour yeah. movie. It shouldn't be that long. Like, all the shit yeah. that goes in it. Yeah, well, it falls like, apart at the end, too. But, like, it's a, but no, for, the, for the first hour and ten minutes, it's all, like, good things happening. It's a hard... There's no down... Like, down fucking turn yet. No, there's no even an inkling of it yet. It all goes down here, like, that hour and ten, when he says, we're going to goddamn talents. Yeah. It becomes, like, fucking aggressive. Even though, like, this is, like, gambling 101. Don't get greedy. Share the love, which she, she was doing anyway. He was like fucking throwing money around the fucking room. Yeah, they're one, that's two probably million, why two million one weekend. Where can that's why Brendan Lane. Much fun. Yeah, yeah. That's why Brendan Lane was probably asking for you know the extra money because you're just throwing it around, giving it to your freaking secretary or whatever. Which she was like a prostitute at some point because she fucking like sat on his lap, which yeah, is fucking yeah. awesome. Imagine that, bro. Like that. What a way to like amp up your first, salesman. Yeah, first first day call. Yeah. I know. Yeah, right. It seemed like he was doing his a job, a good job too. Like had his little gay ass headset on. God, those days sucked back in the day. How big they were. My God. That's why the stand-up comedians made those jokes about like made one pet robot to a pet asshole or whatever. Well, was it, they only had the one ear ones, right? It's like one. It's like the, the giant yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. So he's walking around the office, getting fucking. You know, with his bad haircut, I think too. But, but at least, at least you know they're on the phone. I don't like the earbuds because I always feel uh, like silly when I'm in the gym or something. I've got my Bluetooth headphones and I'm just talking normally. I always, I always put my phone against my ear, even though it's coming from my Bluetooth headphones, so people can understand what I'm talking to myself. Do you feel the same way? I only, only run one earphone usually. Oh, in the gym. In the gym, I wear two. But who's talking to you in the gym? No, when you get a phone call. And if I go to answer the gym, I, t- I take out my headset and I just oh, use normal phone. Oh, use your phone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, put it to my ear. Just turn off the Bluetooth function. Yeah, okay. No, fair enough. Because it's weird if you start talking to yourself. Yeah, that that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, some people do it as well, but no, I don't think. Yeah. Um, another thing you can improve this movie, Tony, uh, you know, how they have this transformation of Lane into John Anthony. If mm-hmm. only if, if they made Brendan Lang's sorry John Anthony's hair look more like Walters, like just trying oh, to like sculpt him after bit. him. Yeah, just yeah. just say Walters trying to sculpt him after himself. Now they got him the sleazy, slicked back look. That's what they did. Yeah, well, maybe make Pacino more like that in some scenes. You can't do that with Pacino's hair, bro. <laughs> I feel like that shit's half that shit's fucking product for for sure. It's like freaking Cebra. It's his magic power. <laughs> That's where yeah. his power comes from. Uh, but you yeah, know, like there's a part where Pacino's stressing out, which is so good at stressing out in this movie. Like he's just freaking. And he got these two strands over his face. It just adds <laughs> to his like performance. Yeah, like he's even more unhinged. Yeah, 
for sure. Even when that guy's turning red and shit, and he's like, he goes, whoa, 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 I believe, I believe. Like, he's just, he's just a good friend, bro. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Shane, who's your uh, your golden girl? You got the hooker. Alexandra. Jamie Kinn, The yes. hooker. Oh, okay. 100%. She's so fine. That sex scene coming down, that was pretty pretty graphic, to be honest. Yeah, I know. Could have cut know. that. Could have cut that. Why? Got the point. It was tasteful. It was like... Nah. Recent. Nah. Mate, see, like love this, was... This movie didn't enough. need it. This movie did not need a little sex scene like that. I think it was warranted because, like, it was getting pretty boring at the time. Like, dude, as if you're going to say no to, like, a sexy girl like that. Is she's off um, Sin City A? Yeah, end of uh, White Chicks, right? Is she the girl that, like... Yeah, White Chicks, I know. She's the one that, like, fucks over all the other girls, too. Yeah, I feel like that. I haven't seen that movie in ages, but yeah. It's, oh, oh, it's the girl from uh, Gilmore Girls. It's her or the other girl? The girl from Gilmore I mean, I've Girls. I've always got a chick from Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah the, the, the mad eyes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she fucking yeah, screws she, she let the cop know or something. I can't remember how what happened. Sells him out. Yeah. It was a fucked weekend. Like, you know, now everyone can win. So, yeah, yeah, it's like how... Yeah, so that's the quote where Jeremy Piffin's, like, main account gets given to Blaine or John Anthony. And he's like, what do you mean? We're giving all my clients? And he goes, people jump and ship, you lactose intolerant fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> to his... To his boy, and then, and then like, uh, this is where like he's off the fucking, off the deep end. Like, but you know, like he doesn't wear his suits like tight anymore. Only when he's on TV. But sometimes he doesn't even wear his suit. Like his ties always loose. He's like fucking, like on the edge, bro. Like losing everything. And like a hook is walking out of his room. Did he sleep with her, Tony? Did he lie about that? No, nah, I don't think. No, nah, I think he's loyal to, or faithful. He's faithful to his his wife. Even though he's lying to her, or like twenty four seven, like he's not gambling. I don't know. I think he might have slept with that that stripper or that prostitute. Nah, nah. It was for those for Brendan, for sure. I, I do like how he's acting. He's like, you can't be serious. And he's like laughing as he's saying it. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, it's like I wrote down my notes. Like he's definitely gambling at that point. And he's like even cut his dad out of his life too, without him knowing. Like even more. Yeah. Like, yeah, but his dad that would have that, just. That, like, that was a good scene too, when uh, like they're in the streets, and talk about like their histories and like Tony's uncle and his father used to beat him up. Yeah, good character moment. And that's when he's going big as well, Pacino. He's still the same. Like, still the like holding holding back a smile, bro. <laughs> I can just tell, like he's just running around the streets, like fucking, he's doing opera or some shit. And that was a good button. Is that what you call it? At the end of the end of the scene, when some guy yells out, "Say, hey, hey, asshole! I'm trying to sleep." And he's like, "Is that you, Dad?" Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's pretty, pretty crazy though. Like when they do win that, like two million dollars on the weekend. Yeah. On the weekend, like he got the mailman to pick the game. That's all luck. Yeah, but, that's what it was. I know, but some games, Tony, like professionally. When you are a professional gambler, like me, I was at some point. You, you, you actually <coughs> classified never... yourself as a professional gambler? But no, but... No, no, no. no, but no did, you, but like, did you ever think that? What what uh, level would you have to be at to be a professional gambler? That's your job. Just, that's, your that's, that's, that's the only thing you do. Like, I, yeah. I always have to support my job with another job, so I could not classify that technically. Yes. You're <laughs> not a professional gambler. Yeah, true. Uh, but no, there are some games that are pick-em, so they call them pick-em, because it, it could go either way. 
and that's yeah, what, yeah. I think that's what um, John Anthony knew. Like, it doesn't matter yeah, what yeah. I do. Like, either it can go either way. You should flip so the coin, the, really. <laughs> we got the ma- well. The mailman was well, sorry, the salesman or whatever. Like mm. that was good enough. Like that's a fifty-fifty. Yeah. Of course, yeah. they they win, and that's like the best part. Like the highs, bro. And I think maybe that's when maybe McConaughey kind of got swept up in it as well. Yeah, like it, like he could do no wrong. Yeah, like I I am John Anthony. <laughs> but then yeah, then he goes from like you know eight to ten to three to eleven, and then that's when. Walter, like, okay, here's 10%. <laughs> Gives him what he wants after losing and shit. Well, that's his fault, man. He got greedy. Like, just, oh, you can just ride him, ride him, ride him. And, like, if you, if you gave him probably that extra all. money, well, I, I don't think it actually made a difference anyway how he treated him. I think, like, it just, it just comes and goes in waves, your wins and losses. Yeah, so, in out of gambling movies, obviously, White Man Can't Jump is your favourite. Yeah. Yes, technically, I wouldn't count. A, I'll count as a basketball movie more than a gambling movie. But basketball's a, oh sorry, gambling's a heavy, heavy thing. Well, then it has to be the rounders. Then rounders is probably the best one. Yes, but yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Yeah. Um, or, have you seen Bad Lieutenant? 21? Nah. Is that a bad gambling? Essentially, yeah. That's like a big major plot point. Oh, sorry. The best movie about gambling, and it captures the essence of it. It has to be Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uncut Gems is up there for sure. Yeah, that's going to be number one. Yeah, well, you imagine like... Walter and uh, what's the, Adam Sandler's character's name? Uh, Howie. Howie. Imagine those two. Yeah, they would be together. Dunkachino. Oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it would be nuts. Uh, like, I reckon maybe... Um... Who, wait, who would you take gambling advice from? Walter maybe Sa- or take... Sandler's character? <laughs> Probably Sandler. What's Sandler's character's name again? Is that Walter as well? No, it's Howie. Howard. Uh, both like really old school names. Yeah. But yeah, would you take Howie's Howie's funny, uh, gambling advice or Walter's? I'll take Howard's over Walter. Oh, no wait. Walter, I didn't see Walter pick a fucking game. No, but Walter, I don't know, you look at Walter, he's like, he's a bit more together. Mate, I don't know, you Walter's, can tell- a, Walter's a, ga- a fucking bankroller and like doesn't, he's just a pure gambler. Like he doesn't. Oh, he, he do, how he's not? How how he's just in the spiral, mate. But he actually puts thought behind his picks. But he puts a lot of belief in his picks too. Compared, to like at least he, he has, has the balls that make a pick. What was it? The courage of his conviction. Yeah. Yeah. He, like he, but he believes in like Kevin Garnett. Like he's gonna get these fucking rebounds. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I don't hear Walter say a game. Like he doesn't have any input. He just wants to ride someone. So <laughs> for a bankroll, yeah, you probably want Walter because he's gonna. Fucking loot, like get loan on top of loan, on top, which I feel like how we did anyway. Uncut gems, which is sad. Though. I feel like uncut gems. Think about it now, stole from Bad Lieutenant. Really? Yeah, because it's like in Uncut Gems, it kind of like over the course of like the seven game series between Boston and um, who were they playing in that? Was it in the in Uncut Gems? <laughs> yeah, was I think it. it was- I think it was the Lakers, right? Was it the finals or not? Or was it Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference finals? Yeah, but just say Lakers. It was Boston and Lakers. Mm-hmm. Or, but in the Bad Lieutenant, if it was like a seven-game series of like a baseball baseball series, it's just funny though, Tony, because it's like um, it's three zero, and the Dodgers are like three and zero, and they're like he's trying to like bet the Dodgers to win the series every game, and they keep losing, and like the other teams come back from three zero. Fuck, it's like it's so fucking funny. And it, it tries to convince all his work friends like bet, like bet on the Mets. The Mets gotta come back. <laughs> and like the Mets keep winning, he's just like fuck. 
so fucking. But this is Galen. And they do actually one part in Bad Lieutenant, like listening to listen to it on the radio. This is the, the one game. with Cartel, right? Yeah, Cartel. He plays like yeah. fucking drug fucked piece of shit. Like and just gambler. Gambler, essentially, but like it's more about it. the drugs and shit. It's so fucking, it's so good. Anyway, like he's listen, listen to like the results. Oh, so listen to like the sportscaster about the game. It's like, oh, Daryl Strawberry's struggled out. And he pulls out his gun, shoots his radio inside the car in the middle of the street. And like this dude's like looking at him from the fucking, from the like off the street, like looking at him. So he pulls out these fucking like his like uh, police light and siren and shit. Puts it on the roof and just drives away and pretend like it's like police business. <laughs> he just fucking, <laughs> he's just like fucking losing it. He goes full dong too, bro. Shows his dong and everything. Damn. Havik, he's kind of like Brendan Lang too. He's like Brendan Lang. He's like pretty ripped as well. Cartel. Cartel's ripped as fuck in that movie. 1992. It must, it must watch, what, what year was it? 92. 92. 1992. Same year as Dogs. Yep. So he's secretly buff. He's a weird, basically weird though. He's got like a bubble gut though. But he's like fucking, there's abs there. There's a bit protruding. Kind of like me. <laughs> I'm gambling again. Let's go back to the real true loser, Walter. At least, like, the guys from Bad Lieutenant had some balls. It was just funny, like, they get this thing in their head, which is kind of like every gambler, and you get to ride it, and, you, and if you lose, like, it's just the weirdest fucking feeling. You just have yeah, to keep you, going. You always feel like, let it ride, like, oh, I'll get more money. Like, it's going to come. It's like, there's no logic anymore. Like, you have your own weird logic, like Walter. Like, in his mind, it makes sense, but for a third party, like, for some reason, it makes sense for him to, like, it's when, he, it's when he guarantees <laughs> guarantees the uh, betters. Yeah, like you, you lose double if that happens. It's well, the insane. movie does a great job. Like even before this, like how Mary shit. The movie does a great job believing like a comeback is going to happen. Like you, you believe that as well, Tony. Like you think like oh shit, Brendan Lang, you know, it's gone back to his fucking old self. Oh, is that with he the comes. one game where they think they're going to win? Yeah, like, you know, he's doing the workout shit and he's, like, back to himself. Yeah, yeah you know he, what I mean? He picks a game and then, like, they're all but going to win this, the, like, the multi or whatever it is. And then, like, the, they score in the last, like, a meaningless, like, touchdown. Like, didn't change it, the results. Like, or, or, like I've even said the commentators, like, like a, a meaningless touchdown unless you uh, live in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, like... But it's just, it's just cool how... And that, it happens a lot in fucking betting, too. The amount of times... You've where lost it's like of one. I've in lost the, money. Where like the team, like, all they do, the team's already won. All they do is just like you know, just wait ten seconds over or under. Like keep the score yeah. down. Yeah, just stop trying, or like even like try a little bit so the other team can have a chance to score. But like it just little shit like that when it doesn't really affect the overall result. It just affects a bet. It's just like the fucking. It's just like it seems like the world's out to, against you. That's what it seems like. And this is why people yell at the TV screens like, you fuck. <laughs> I keep thinking about that fucking bad lieutenant. He's just like, you fuck strawberry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he hates it. Uh, anyway, so uh, it's just a normal thing for Walter, everyday thing. Brendan Lang's asleep in bed and then Walter just rocks up like it's normal. And he goes, hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> I'm going out of town. And this is when he's like, I want to see you tonight at this place. Yeah. And he sets him up. The set up, yeah. And that, how'd that go, Tony? Do you like? Would you do that for your girl? I would never pimp my wife out. No way. My my partner thinks. I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be I'll be well. Actually, no. I would trust my wife anyway. I'd have to do that. That's a problem. He has no trust. But what's what's Walter's plan? Like, 
he thinks he he thinks that no one really loves him. Like I think he's got daddy issues as well. You know what I mean? I've, I've, he's gambling. He's gambling his wife. Like I bet you, I put my wife on the table. He'll take her. Like this, I know where I stand. Like, he's like he's insecure. Just like the tagline, Tony. How much will you risk? So he yeah. risks his goddamn wife and his a surrogate son, essentially. <laughs> Which is so fucking. It's really fucking sad. Like mm. he, 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 I don't know. It almost seems unrealistic. You do that, like your whole support system. But that's what he said. He just wants to lose everything. He wants to convince himself he exists. Yeah. Anyway, like he wants to fill his ass pucker up to the size of a decimal point. Great, another great line. And then for some reason, Brendan Lang like knows he's watching somehow. No, he just he just he has a feeling like yeah, I can guarantee Walter. He's a fucking loser who probably who would try this. Of course. Who do you no. think has more respect, Tony? Like, say you're the two thousands, like two thousand and one, like. You are, what's it good? yeah, yeah. So you're you're Matthew McConaughey, right? Who do you respect I'm more? I'm the actor. You're McConaughey. you're Matthew McConaughey. You're McConaughey, the actor. Who do you respect more, De Niro or Al Pacino? In 2001, probably just saw like Rocky and Bullwinkle come out. Fucking thinking, fuck Pacino. No, sorry, fuck De Niro. I'll go Pacino. All right, so Pacino. I reckon after he worked with Pacino, he'd be like, nah. De Niro's a true professional. Has he, has he ever worked with De Niro? Um, that's a good question. I don't think he, don't think he had the honour yet. The honour? <laughs> Fuck off. No, no, no. He's actually worked with a lot of, like... Well, saying that, he's actually been a lead in a lot of stuff. Like, he's, a, he's a true blue I mean, leading man. McConaughey, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually looking. I don't think he has. He's got the looks, bro. All right, all right, all right. He's fucking, he actually says that in this movie too, doesn't he? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a he's a superstar. The thing of the thing with McConaughey, Tony, he's like he's got like this laid back charisma. Like he's he's like laid back when he's like being charming as fuck. Like mm-hmm. um, Tom Cruise has this like uh, vibrating energy, sort of like when he's he's, like, he's always moving Tom Cruise in a weird way. Like he's like, even when if collateral though, like he, even though he doesn't really, he seems more under control and shit. But he's just something really magnetic about him. But with um, McConaughey, he's just so laid back, and somehow he's actually managed to like, somehow he's managed to pivot or even like channel this intensity, especially with our uh, true detective and shit. So he's still laid back in that, but there's like this intensity that goes along with him. And that's probably what's even revived his career even further. The McConaughey, so, yeah, yeah. It's just really interesting, like how, how different different people can be interested. So different actors can be interested for different reasons. Because he's not many actors are like McConaughey. Uh what well, the closest one's probably uh, Woody Harrison. I think it's the closest to him. Even though, that, yeah, I think they're the same, the same energy. I would say the same thing about um. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, but he goes a bit. He goes a bit larger though. Woody Harrelson. He goes bigger. Have you seen um, the fucking Natural Born Killers? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's up. He's up there, bro. I don't think he ever goes that large. 
uh, McConaughey. He's always just like steady. Like the biggest he gets. What's the biggest movie? The Gentleman. I've actually. Lion's gonna eat. And there's that big line, that big um, monologue. My Mate, wife. Even, even the My Dark Tower. Actually, second movie we covered with, with uh, the Dark Tower. We covered. Yeah, so we covered him in the Dark Tower. We covered Al Pacino in Sea of Love and what else we ever done with. I think we've done we, a lot of movies. We covered Renee Russo with Walking uh, Bullwinkle. So a lot of McConaughey and a lot of Al Pacino we've done together. Um, mm-hmm. But we love him. He's so fucking attractive. Like when my partner said, like, God damn, he's good looking. Like when he's shirtless and shit. Fucking, I don't know why he's working out so much. So. He's, well, we already established that. He's, a, he's an athlete. He's an athlete. That's why he. That's why he has to be that buff. Yeah. I just. I've, I love how much Walter just keeps lumping on the pressure. Just keep turning the pressure up on Brendan. Keep going and going and going. Like he's not helping him, bro. Like he's just mental breakdown. Starts flipping coins on the on the bathroom floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can't decide. Can't. And like he's oh just sweating. God. So much sweaty energy from gambling. Fucking love it. And the way. Why Pacino's like fuck it? I'm ruined anyway. Why how he justifies these hundred percent picks? Yeah. And like you can totally tell he wants to go down in the blaze of glory. Like get get him done. You can just tell like, like I love the line. He's like, did you keep that coin you flipped? Because <laughs> I might need to borrow it. <laughs> it's like, look. And it's just funny. Like I think McConaughey was like, I'm done regardless of the result. At least yeah, yeah. Like it's not, it's not the life he wants to live. Well, I don't fucking blame him, bro. And this is what I like about this movie, because this is probably Dan Gilroy. I'm going to give him credit more than um, DJ, because I feel like maybe a bit of a hack. Only because I've seen Nightcrawler, and I know like, his potential, because Dan Gilroy did direct both, like wrote and direct Nightcrawler. Um, there's like this good two-in-one climax, so you have like these sports results, which, you know, you think, fuck, we need to... You know, it should, should be what hinges the whole movie, like, oh, is he yes. going to win? Like, it, yeah, yeah. But it actually is the relationship between uh, Tony and Walter. T- Tony yeah. and Walter. Um, so good. And, and the way he confronts her, like the game doesn't even matter at this point either, which is probably maybe what Brendan was going for. Like the, yeah, the money doesn't was, matter. The only thing that matters, what's real, is your is your, your wife and your daughter. It's your partnership, which is like a good lesson. Yeah. So yeah, all this is happening, this whole confrontation, I mean, the game's gone at the same time. Really cool. Um, but he's just like you tell me you fucked him <laughs> like he's like being so like aggressive towards her no I like, love how he like, thinks he's one as well it's like yeah I know everything like I I'm the master and he's like actually we tricked you he's like what <laughs> <laughs> he's like I put a tray out there <laughs> he's like, you, he's like, you put me on a tray no no I put a tray out there you didn't have to put your apple in your mouth and fucking sit on it <laughs> yeah so many great lines but when she does start telling him like you know I know you betted on me blah 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 Pacino's these really good dead eyes bro when he knows like he's done like he's like he realises he's such a piece of shit he's just like he's just dead on the inside yeah he sees the arrows in his way he's like yeah I'm the bad guy you would have that moment wouldn't you after you'd be gambling lost like what the fuck have I done oh no you kind of get over it bro Internalize that shit. Keep it a secret. (laughs) Keep it it a secret. Bubble it up. Swallow your pride. But you just don't go huge bets, bro. You don't bet like, you know, thousands of dollars. You put like limits on this shit. Yeah. But the thing is, you have to know you're not going to win money. That's a big, that's the first thing you. 
like it's not about the money, it's about the little high you get. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You're just betting on the high. Not, but don't you feel like you can't? You, you don't enjoy sports anymore. Like you, because I've noticed. Like I can watch a basketball game, and you can't. Like this is boring. No, I watched one. I watched them last night. Without Didn't betting money on. on it. No, I had I had money on it originally, and I lost. And I watched <laughs> okay, the second exactly. game without money, and I still enjoyed it just as much. Mm, okay. Yeah, like I, no, I put yeah. money on just because I wanted to. It just in, improves the game, but I can still watch it without it. And it was good regardless. But like, it's, all, it's always good to make a bit of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just yeah. adds to the entertainment value. All right, so that was our boy um, two for the money. The movie ends with. Uh, Nathan, so what's his name? Nathan uh, Brandon, Lane. No, Brendan Lane. Uh, Brendan Lane going back to coaching, going back to the game he loves, the purity of it, and teaching, like maybe filling in his own father figure role. Yeah, he's becoming the father figure to these kids. And we don't find out what happens to Walter and Tony and their we child. We assume that Walter's divorced and <laughs> live in you know, well, a collectors. Yeah. collectors are coming fucked. after him. Yeah, would you think, him. Tony? Would he be like the dogs are out on that? It'd be good. It'd be good that twist though. If like John Anthony held the bag and John Anthony doesn't exist, it'd be like a cool little twist or something. Wait, what? John Anthony doesn't exist. Well, like maybe he took all the loans out in John Anthony's name, and like the debt just oh. come for John Anthony. It's like he doesn't exist. That'd be cool. Like, where's this money? That's, fl- a, that's the twist he, you wanted. Then. Well, I'm saying his debt collectors come for something, bro. Yeah, but fucking Malta's head, mate. I do like how, like, when they buy this car for him, and he's like, do you trust him? I trust him with my wife. He's like, okay, the whole lot's for you. I reckon they just yeah. see a big fucking sucker sign on Walter. Yeah, like, I this think guy's an idiot. <laughs> this guy's a fucking idiot. He's just fucking we'll give him all the money he wants. Like, fuck. Like, he spends that much anyway. So. All right, so let's go final thoughts. Tony, you can go first. What do you think about this 2005... I think I would have watched it like five times in like the last year. So it is a very rewatchable movie. Like it holds up. It's not perfect. It's probably too long. But like it has some great moments in it. And like we have a a hilarious Pacino. So I give it a seven out of ten. Yeah. And I think watching it with you was probably the the best time because we could definitely relate to all the gambling moments. Like, Like you just feel for fucking Pacino. The whole time when he's like in the hole, yeah, we've all been there. If you've been gambling, yeah, I give it eight, seven, eight out of ten because of Pacino. Pacino's committed to this movie because even in the post, he's like wearing sunglasses. It's just a weird touch. I think he maybe wants to look younger. Um, but no, it's it's a great pairing, and like we mentioned before, how he had his recent parents like post two thousands with all the young actors. I have to watch a recruit again, but I feel like McConaughey does. You know, it doesn't get knocked off. Oh, yeah. Actually, get knocked- De Niro's had that uh, pairing, right? With Zac Efron, right, Shane? Yeah. yeah. And Bad Grandpa or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Ben mean? Stiller. Ben Stiller, bro. He was young enough. No, that, that wasn't the, the same. Nah, that's not a mentorship role, is it? It's, I wouldn't say this a mentorship role. This is just like fucking Pacino trying to grab onto the coattails of these young actors to stay relevant. That's all he's fucking doing. You reckon? No. I don't give a fuck about the craft, bro. He's trying to derail all these fucking his performances, bro. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe it. Do you know who was the original choice of Walter as well? Uh, no, I don't. It was Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. 
Yeah, he played too serious. You want like, you probably you probably needs to be more serious to actually like send the message of the movie home. Yeah, it's too fun. Of, it's too fun of a movie. That's the yeah, problem. And yeah, but is what? Yeah, way too fun. It's too entertaining. And it's what makes the movie fun though. Like, who wants like a dra- like a drag of a movie in like a life lesson? No, we just want to keep gambling, keep gambling again. Just learn nothing. Um, learn nothing, and just keep it, let it ride. Um, but yeah, no fun time. Connor Hay loved him. Renee Russo, she's always good in everything too. Yeah, they're always like, good. I, Definitely yeah, in not, that category. Definitely. Not my cup of tea though. Like attractiveness. Uh, even though she does like kind of share the screen with Mel Gibson pretty well. Like, they, they don't really outstage each other, which is awesome. Which is hard to do. Mel Gibson would be good in this role, but he's too harsh. Which one? Too, like, you could do both roles. Two for the money. So Mel, yeah, Mel Gibson could be good for, like, as um, I'd watch that movie, him playing the young, like, playing Walter, and then, like, CGI him as, uh, <laughs> as John Anthony. <laughs> yeah, so I would watch this movie again. Um, yeah, fun time. All right, so let's go Oscar picks, Tony. Oh, I was going to give it to Pacino, but nah, I will, I will give it to Pacino, but I will give it honorable mention to Armand Asante, whatever his name is, the guy who plays Novian, because he was only in it for like two two scenes and he's, it makes a huge impact. And he's the uh, Chuck guy. It. And the Chuck guy. The guy is going for it because he saw Pacino, yeah. I swear. Yeah, you reckon? Like, I can do this. <laughs> I can keep up with him. Where he pulls his dick out for you. <laughs> I'm not satisfied. He's I'm going not satisfied. Hard. No, no, you don't mean it. Say sorry. Yeah. How about you? Who's your Oscar picks? Um. So you did you pick Pacino? Yeah, I have to. I have to. Right. Well, I'm gonna go McConaughey then, because he brought the the like wholesomeness you needed to buy into the movie. Like, he was in a different movie almost than fucking Pacino. <laughs> I know, he brought he he a good balance, a good yin and yang to the movie. Mm. So I'm going to go, I'm gonna go uh, our boy McConaughey. All right, so we uh, end the podcast. That's the same way with three clues for the next episode. So, so far we've done the one and two for the money. Tony, uh, what is the next movie? I totally forgot. Like, can you give us some clues and some remind clues? us? Some yeah. um, clues? Uh, well, I think it was, what's the movie? Um, Django Unchained. I learnt that the author of the book that the movie's based on was oh, written wow. by a black Frenchman. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I didn't know the author was black. That's, a, that's a, <laughs> That seems good. <laughs> so, well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's surprising because yes. I didn't think many people published back in the 1600s for black authors. Because that's when it was around, wasn't it? That's when the book was released? Yeah. I, could, I could be totally wrong too. Tarantino could, have, Tarantino could be lying. It's a book from the 1600s. Um, it's a pretty vague clue. All we know it has like the eighties, nineties stars. Think young guns, that that genre of people. Think about um, young young swords, young blades. Yeah, young blades would be a good title. It could be a, it's definitely a, a good sister film or brother a brother sister film sort of thing. So young guns would be the brother and the sister would be if you can't get it by now, I'm gonna tell you. The three musketeers. So Tony, tell tell us why the audience <laughs> should be surprised. And the Wait, baby what? seems to like it. <laughs> to the audience, yeah, my, my daughter, she loves, yeah, so, she loves, she loves some Chris O'Donnell. Oh, Batman Forever is her second favorite movie. Okay, she's only three weeks old, and her favorite movie. Well, oh, it's the second movie I've shown her. 
I've shown her in Three Musketeers, Batman Forever. I think we're doing Scent of a Woman next, so she can get a taste of Pacino. Well, it's kind of like a leapfrog type thing too. Yeah. So goes from actors. Well, so, wait, no, actually, it's a Chris O'Donnell <laughs> trilogy. Yeah, exactly. That's his filmography. There's no we're leapfrog. Like, he's we're going to CSI or whatever one he's in. Oh, right. LA. Okay. CSI awesome. LA. All right, so turns out the microphone's gone back <laughs> to Walt Taylor oh, yeah. and record this in good quality because Walter's favourite movie is The Three Musketeers. And he <laughs> so, wants to hear your take on it. So he, he wants to hear a good. He wants to like advertise it with good quality audio. So he said he likes that Chris O'Donnell kid. Yeah, he does. No, something, there's something about him. I was trying to wonder why were you so obsessed with Three Musketeers, and it turns out he, he just loves Chris O'Donnell. He doesn't even care about the movie. Actually, the funny thing is, Al Pacino. I'm pretty sure if you were in that movie or something to Chris O'Donnell, like he doesn't remember his performance at all. Like he doesn't really remember him. <laughs> I think because he was playing a blind man, so he maybe wasn't like looking at Chris O'Donnell. I wonder if. Like, Al Pacino somehow is the real father to your baby, bro. No. <laughs> Considering, like, how much your baby loves O'Donnell, <laughs> maybe something's rubbed off to the real father. No, I was just asking not- him. Well, hold up. Walter, here's the microphone. All right. You win this round. Can you give me double nothing next week? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're going to win the baby. <laughs> how about we give the baby instead? <laughs> no, baby. I love her too much. I wasn't um, talking to you, I was talking to Walter. Oh. I'm Walter, that's right. Listen, kid. What is it? You're, you're, you're broken inside. Gambling's wrong. Don't do it. You're a lemon. You're a lemon, kid. Mm. <laughs> All right. reference All right. movie. How would you end this movie, Tony? So you'll see McConaughey um, is coaching and then you like you McConaughey looks up and he sees Amir <laughs> walking up to him like, oh, you have a life, huh? Well, I have no life. And me shoots him. Damn. Well, that could be a good ending because it just shows you that gambling can follow you anywhere. Gambling destroys lives. Which would be pretty fucked up. But technically, how... um, Okay, so... Obviously, it's going to be Walter. (laughs) He's, like, in a limo, talking to a guy, and they're, like, passing money around. He's like, no, no, I like this team. I like this team. And they pull up, wind the window down. It's the the kid's soccer... The kid's football game that... (laughs) That uh, Blaine's Walter's, fucking yeah, Walter's team. You're talking about no, the gambling on Walter's. No, mate, not Walter. Oh, Brendan, the the gambling on Brendan's team. Yeah, the the gambling on Lang's peewee football team. And what you thinking, Brendan? Like chucks the game on purpose, so Walter. Maybe, wins. maybe. Maybe we're already betting with Brendan Lang, Lang no matter what. It's like I know, I know the guy. He's, I know the guy. I know the, I know the coach. I won't lose. <laughs> They're gonna be undefeated. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, yeah. So that's what something he would do, always back your boy, which is such a good, like, lesson, sorry, good life lesson, to, a good life motto to live by. Always back your boys, all right? And that's what he does for Brendan. All right, so let's go some deadly puns. No one dies, a leg gets snapped, someone gets pissed on, which is all laying at this point. Uh, anything bad happened to Walter? He almost lost his... Uh, wife, he gets he thought he, th- he thoughts he get he thought he got cucked. I guess oh no, not, nothing really bad happened. So we can do a pun on that. So adultery, Tony. We can do a pun on like gambling. Um, someone gets someone gets fired. That's pretty. That's pretty. You can do a pun on that. Hmm. No, no, I got to think about it. The uh, the one the pistol one to be 
you'd be a joke there. Like you, you piss my money away. I'm gonna piss piss on you, bitch. Like that's a good one, right? Piss my money away. Yeah, you piss my money away. I'm gonna piss on you. I was, I'm just, I'm more thinking about like when Jeremy Piffin's like six years. I never had a bad week. I, I never had like a bad, a bad stretch as your Wonder Boy here. Oh, what was it like three, three weeks in a row? Oh, come on. Yeah, it'd be something there where Walter would be like uh, something about severance pay or something. <laughs> Take your fucking money. Fucking go! It's hard. It's hard to do a good pun because like the script's pretty tight. Like a lot of funny, lot 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 of lot of funny lines. I know. I'm just obsessed with this fucking giving Jerry Piffin a good send off of a pun. Was, what's his name? Sykes. Yeah, Jerry Sykes. Yeah, well, like maybe he's like ah, uh, like oh, you know what? You get you deserve you deserve a raise. Psych! take your fucking ass out of here. You know, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got something for you. <laughs> Five point system. Here's a six. Get the fuck out of here. You didn't say the psych. 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 No, no, no. No, you're fired. Psych. Get the fuck out of here. Nothing's wrong with Brandon Lang. It's just that he's still living with his mummy. John Anthony's living large. He don't hold back. He's got a direct line to God. And for a measly 25 bucks a call, he's going to let the world's losers listen in. John Anthony here, ready to make all your betting dreams come true. That's right, call me right now and let me win for you. The point spread in the Indiana-Michigan game is up 14.